"'Twas the night before Christmas, when all through the podcast, not a Samuel was stirring, not even a Mitch. The stockings were hung by the chimney with care, and hopes that Club Sandwich soon would be there. Hello, audience, and welcome back to our Christmas-themed episode. I'm Sam. And I'm Mitch, and today we are honored to welcome our Christmas-loving friend, Teresa. Hi, guys. I'm Teresa. <laughs> yeah! Yes! <laughs> woo So we're very excited about this episode. Um, of course, you guys will be hearing this um, on the weekend coming in before uh, Christmas Eve and the Christmas season, so uh, very excited to jump into the holidays with some podcasts. A very merry holiday season to you all, whether you uh, celebrate, most of you probably celebrate Christmas. Uh, shout out Hanukkah. Um, uh, Hanukkah. What's the, what's the other one with a... Kwanzaa? Kwanzaa. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah. For some reason, I thought it started with a Y. Um, but yeah, happy holiday season. We hope it's all going well for you. We hope everybody is getting a restful break from school and work and whatever responsibilities you have to take care of. Um, we are recording this well in advance of our break, but <laughs> once this goes out, we will all probably be big chilling at home, um, soaking up the, the holiday season. Yeah, right now we're all kind of getting ready for exams. So, uh, Wish us, I guess, post-emptive luck on that. Yeah. What's the opposite of preemptive? Is there a thing for that? I suppose that word works. Yeah. I just made up a word. Deal with it. So, <laughs> so what are we? Uh, what are we talking about today? We're talking about all things Christmas. Crema. Yeah. Merry Chrysler. Um, and of course, we've brought in our resident Christmas lover and expert, Teresa. I appreciate that title. I don't <laughs> yeah. know if I, I don't know if it's accurate, but yeah. I appreciate it. I think it's accurate. You, I mean, would it be fair to say you appreciate Christmas on a fundamentally deeper level than most? Probably. Okay. Yeah, definitely. I, I I have always known Teresa as the person who loves Christmas, um, and like that started much earlier this year. So like, not even around Christmas time, I yeah. knew you as the person who loved Christmas. So it stands out. Yeah, she was getting ready for Christmas in June, and I that that's not a joke or like an exaggeration. Like legit. No, I did send them invitations to a Christmas in July party. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. what's our first? Uh, we've got several Christmassy subtopics here yeah. to get through today, and I feel like we're gonna have a lot of content because I don't know about y'all. I feel like Christmas is the holiday ever. Yeah. So uh, what do we want to tackle first here, Mitch? Well, Teresa, I have a question I don't know if I've really ever asked you. Where do you think that your particular obsession and love for Christmas started? Um, Probably my family's traditions. Oh, yeah. Like, it's just one of those times of year that, like, no matter what's going on, my family always comes back together. Like, yeah. after, like... Being in high school, like, my brothers and I had various things that we're always running off to, but, like, Christmas is just that time of year where, like, no matter what's going on, we're always together, and there's so many, like, of my favorite traditions that my family has, like, ever does that fall into this season, and it's just, like, a generally happy time of year, and I don't know. I like being happy. I feel like it's a a good thing. Hot take. (laughs) This is going to be the most wholesome episode ever. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Well, okay. Good. Good answer, I guess. I mean, to me, like Christmas is, like I said, like the holiday ever. <sighs> Shout out Halloween. I really, I'm repping Halloween, gang. I love Halloween. I bleed orange and black. That's not true. Um, <laughs> if you bleed orange and black, please go to a doctor. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's hard. Like, I feel like objectively, it's hard to deny the value and appreciation there is for Christmas yeah. culturally because I mean, like, they, 
every car dealership in the world is making Christmas ads. Like, mm -hmm. has that ever been addressed that like in car commercials around Christmas time, people are just buying each other cars and put a bow on it without ever telling anybody? Yes. That doesn't happen. <laughs> that is not a real thing. I saw, I think it's a GMC commercial, not sponsored. But it's just like the guy, they're standing out in the snow. He gets like his girlfriend or his wife or whatever, a dog. And I immediately in my head, because of just how formulaic these Christmas car commercials are, I'm like, she's going to give it a car. And then as I think that, a GMC comes flying <laughs> over the snow-laden hill, like splashing in front of him. And he's like, oh, my gosh, this is so much better than a dog. I guess that's like the moral of the story. But, yeah, it there are so weird Christmas car ads. Like, people don't do that. Like, Hyundai, I don't know who you think you're fooling, but, like, Nobody is just like, hey, surprise, babe, here's like a $40,000 vehicle that we're going to be paying off interest on for the next eight years. Like That's something you talk about before him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they also, like, they make them weirdly emotional. Like, I don't know about y'all. Do y'all remember the, f I think it was a Ford commercial last year where it's the old man and his wife passed away. Yes. And I then his daughter. And they fixed it, and, like, they played it in front of movies. Like, yeah, I went to the yeah, movie yeah, theater, yeah. and every time I saw it, I teared up, and it made me angry because I don't want to be... How dare you, Ford Motor Company, for making me cry? You have no right being able to have such an emotional chokehold on me. It's something about car commercials and beer commercials that are always sadder than everything else. <laughs> beer, beer commercials? Well, Budweiser. Budweiser iconically has the super sad Super Bowl commercials. With like the one where it's like the horse and the dog that are like good friends. Do you guys not know? I, what I'm talking I don't about? know I don't what, know you're, what you're talking about. Okay. I whenever Sorry. I think Budweiser commercial, I think of the Bud. Oh no, that's Bud Light. I was thinking of the Bud Knight, but I was like, <laughs> that is not like sad at all. Okay. It's Monty Python, but somehow with more alcohol. Because like, there's there's no way they made that movie sober, right? Monty Python. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Probably not. not. I am the mighty sorcerer. Tim. I think they wrote it while on something. Oh, yeah, yeah. That would make sense. That would make sense. That's the one time British people have been funny. But um, you mentioned, like, Christmas, like, family traditions and um, just kind of that being part of, like, getting your family back together and kind of always having something to look forward to. What would you say is, like, some of your favorite, maybe unique to your family, maybe not, like, traditions of, like, the Christmas season that you have? Um, something that we always do. It's something that my mom grew up doing. Um, that she carried into like our family is so we always get a real tree yeah. um, but when we go to decorate it we do something that most people don't um, we put white lights on it which is like I feel like a typical <gasps> thing I'm a white light Sorry. family but <laughs> we also add like strands of blue lights like oh. so it's just white and blue lights um, so like Hanukkah it's a cop Christmas <laughs> <laughs> no I not positive, but if I'm remembering correctly, I believe it's an Italian tradition that my mom grew up doing. Huh. And so she carried it into our family, so we'll do that. And then we're not the typical, like, aesthetic Christmas tree people. Our tree is overloaded. <laughs> we're different. No, no, no. We're, <laughs> our tree is overloaded with so many different ornaments from, I, like, uh, family vacations, yeah. special moments. I like, like that. There's just so many things. Like, there's, like... We have one ornament. It's a baby spoon. I got it like the year I was born. Yeah. To like different ornaments of like we took a Disney trip and like my favorite uh, Disney princess is Belle. So there's so many different Belle ornaments. Yeah. And, like just fun <laughs> stuff like that and like. She's my favorite Disney princess too. Good. What? Yeah. Good. Wait. Why? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I know this isn't Christmas. But... Belle's awesome. <laughs> she is. Belle's like one of the. She just fell asleep, dude. Like no. No, that's not Aurora. Belle. 
Belle is uh, Beauty and the Beast. Oh, okay. Yeah, she kind of has that dog in her. She's she's a beast. She's smart. She's independent. She she's loves cool. reading. Her dress is yellow, and yellow is my favorite color. <laughs> I disagree with your opinion, but I still respect it. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, I agree. I think like these aesthetic trees are lame and boring. Like I don't think any real human being that's not a robot just has like red and green ball ornaments on their tree. Yeah. Oh, okay. I was cuz I was going to ask like, what do you mean by aesthetic no, Christmas tree? Like, oh, like color, aren't, aren't like they all inherently like... Yeah. They, they, their Christmas tree looks like it was made on a Pinterest board, I guess. I mean, yeah, okay, yeah. I guess I get what you're saying. Like there needs to be like a level of personalization. Yeah, and I think they're cute. And like we definitely have like one tree that we occasionally put up that is like that, but that's not the main tree. How many trees do you have in your house? The last time I counted, we hadn't finished we hadn't finished (laughs) decorating. I think there were eight. And there were still more that needed to be put up. How many of them are like full size compared to like mini ones? Um, so we have our real one. There's at least Three full size. <laughs> There's two that are like Heck. probably like five to six feet. And then there's like two that are like four feet, I think. That's from like crazy. what I remember that we put up while I was home over Thanksgiving. And there was still more decorating that needed to be done. What wow. in the world? Because when you said there's eight trees in your house, I imagine because when I was a kid, we'd have like all the kids would have like mini ones in their Yeah. Rooms. Which so we I do thought have. that's what you meant was just like one big one and then like a bunch of small oh, ones. Oh, no. But no. When I say we have ornaments for everything, like, we can't fit them all on the big tree. So, like, we have other trees in various parts of the house that have the overflow. Like, my dad has this thing for lighthouse ornaments. And every year my mom gets him a lighthouse ornament. There's, like, this Hallmark series or whatever. And they light up and do different things. Like, we have a whole tree that's, like, dedicated to that. Wow. And ornaments that, like, my grandmother made. um, when, like, my dad was growing up. That's got to be, like, a nightmare to set up and take down, though. Seriously. But it, like, brings everyone together. Like, it may seem bad, and, like, it's kind of annoying to have to, like, pull each light bulb out of the socket and, like, plug in the ornament. But that's how older, like, Christmas ornaments, like, work that light up. Like, you would unplug a bulb and then plug the ornament in to the, like, light string of lights. I guess part of it is I don't, like, I've gotten to a point where, like, okay, I'm putting up basically the same ornaments every year and it just becomes a hassle. So, like, to me, that was the equivalent of you saying, like, yeah, everybody comes together and we're all going to, like, mow the lawn. (laughs) That's what that is to me. Like, it feels more like a chore at this point to get everything up. Yeah. Which I know is not in the spirit, but I've done it so many times. It's like, yep, there's that exact same picture of me when I was five. We have a humbug in the studio today. Bring back the memories of everything. I agree. We always have. The memories have been brought back so many times that, like, it fades a little bit. But are they always on the forefront of your mind? Like, I know some of our favorite trips that like I remember them but like they're not on my mind 24 7 so like when we're putting up those ornaments it's like oh like do you remember we when we did this on this day or like these small moments from those days like it it just brings it all back I, I remember me and my siblings would always be, like, fighting to, like, get to, like, hang up certain ornaments. Yeah. Because we had yeah. some that were, like, ours. Like, I'd always hang up the, like, the Buzz Lightyear one, and he's got, like, a Santa, like, goodie bag and, like, a Christmas hat on. Yeah. And, like, we had Bob and Larry, the veggie tails. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, I was like, I want to hang up Larry because Larry's my favorite. And so, like, I'd always fight to hang up that. And we'd always have – so, oh, important question. Are you an angel on top of the tree or a star? Star. Okay. We don't really do either. We, really? We have, like, my mom does, like, some ribbons and, oh. like, oh. the the super just, like, stereotypical 
middle class white woman the like joy like written out in cursive <laughs> like those signs so we have all camps represented because we're an angel family yeah okay. we're not like sticklers on that that's just what we've done we've had yeah. the same angel since i was a kid i've gotten hanging up for the past few years because uh, my siblings screw you guys <laughs> aren't <laughs> home um so i've gotten to ha- put the angel on top of the tree and complete the advent calendar every year boy for like five years now so nice kind of a big deal but <laughs> yeah, you're you're taking over the family business here. Do y'all have that kind of same like rivalry with siblings? To, yeah. Like, do the advent calendar, or do you, have y'all done those in your house? We never consistently did an advent calendar. We okay. have one that we put up, but like we always forget about it. My mom loves Pooh Bear, Aww. so it's like a Pooh and Friends themed one. It's like Velcro, and you like stick on the numbers yeah, and yeah, take yeah, them yeah, off. Yeah, yeah. But like when we were little, like that was always a big thing of like, oh, it's today. Like we got to yeah. remove this number. But not as much anymore. Did y'all ever do Elf on the Shelf? Yes. No, that terrifies me. <laughs> oh, it scared me. It scared me so much when I was. Like, I wouldn't let my mom let it out of the box. Like when we first got it, like it was delivered to our house. No. And they were supposed to be like from the North Pole. I like cried. I wouldn't let her. Like, do not because we were to, like <laughs> it's gonna like crawl out of there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like she was like, we have to let it out over. Like let it sit open overnight and it'll like move. And I was like, no, like <laughs> that's so scary. But like I got used to it and like I loved it. Subject seven two zero nine has escaped containment. <laughs> <laughs> so, so have y'all done Elf on the Shelf? Yeah, we did Elf on the Shelf, and it, I I don't know what level of like Christmas spoilers we're gonna get to here i don't really know how many young children we have listening to this podcast but like (laughs) the elf i was i was always skeptical of mr the shelf Uh, (laughs) i was just like there's no shot homeboy is moving around and like there would be times where like i was at night and he still hadn't moved and i was like okay something's up here you're like sitting there watching yeah (laughs) just giving him the glare you're not exactly who you say you are (laughs) Just giving the stank eye to the elf on the shelf. I do understand how weird it is, though. I honestly, not probably not going to do one for my kids. Like that would be whack. I just oh. don't understand why it has such a creepy face. Yeah, that's true. I mean, the tra- traditional brand. He's got like such a creepy little smile, and it makes me uncomfortable. Yeah, I, don't know. I mean, it's kind of creepy, but it's cute. I'll definitely do one for my kids. I think, but like, I'm curious. What was your name of your elf? We didn't name it. You didn't name it? No. We didn't name it. We didn't. I it was just the one. guy. My friends always had one. No, uh, we named ours Jingle. <laughs> oh, that's cute. Yeah. Hubert. And like, Jingle followed us. There was a couple of times where we didn't have like Christmas Day at home. He like followed us to like <laughs> my grandparents' house and stuff. Whoa. Like, yeah. <laughs> Whoa. Like, I, I remember asking my mom, like, how is Jingle going to like know if we're good? Like, we're not going to be home for Christmas. Like, but he, he so got Jingle to my was gear. like saying a spy. Yeah. That we, okay. That's yeah. That's the that's premise the of premise, Elf on the Shelf. Yeah. Have is you it? ever heard that? The whole plot is that he sits in your house and watches so he can report back to Santa. But that's what he does good. at night. Can't he goes Santa back. He's a snitch. You're sleeping and know when you're awake and know if you've been bad or good. But it's just like a second level of like making sure. Okay. He's he's the watchdog, dude. Elf on the Shelf is a snitch. <laughs> <laughs> to quote the the great T Grizzy, uh. <laughs> I'm gonna kill you if you snitch, or kill me if I snitch. Because if you snitch, I'm gonna kill you. Okay, yeah, real. That's that's in the spirit of Christmas, right there. Um, anyway, moving <laughs> on. Um, I think, uh, like, we would be sorely mistaken to not bring up Christmas songs. Yes, like, yeah. it's it's a hot topic. There's, First of all, there are heated opinions on this. I know Teresa's answer to this. But when is your appropriate time to start listening to Christmas music in the year? I know this is a very hotly debated thing. This is like a pineapple on pizza kind of debate. But. So most people are not going to agree with me. <laughs> but yeah. I do start in like 
July. Okay. Oh my gosh. And like it's pretty consistent like through the end of like December maybe. Into I did not know it was that January. early. Yeah. Are you kidding me, dude? July. Yeah. Have you never heard of Christmas in July? No, but you keep going? It's a joke. Yeah. I mean, it's not as consistent like in December, like November, but I do listen to it like starting in July. That's crazy That's to me. Why is She's it like horrifying? the Christmas killer. That's an obsession. That's it's not like, an obsession. That is an obsession. That is an obsession. Okay. Thank you. When <laughs> Hallmark starts having their Christmas in July special, that's when I start. The fact that you know you don't of that existence, though. I mean, it's not consistent, but yeah, I listen it through like August, September, like so October. Like, like I'm listening to Christmas music, like no Halloween music. Christmas. So like when everybody else is listening, like it's the summer, everybody else is listening to like country music on the beach, and you're like, I hear those sleigh bells <laughs> ring, ding, ding. I mean, ding, if I'm with other people, I won't. But like by myself in the car. In July, yeah, why not? Yeah, she's just because it's not Christmas. Visions of sugar plums all the time. You're hallucinating. <laughs> yeah, I. Uh, I've never heard I, one that early. That is why. No, yeah, <laughs> I guess I'm gonna be the Grinch for this episode. But my rule is like it has to be December first. Like that's when you can start. Oh, not after yeah. Thanksgiving. Not after Halloween. I hate. I hate the after Halloween thing. Like, <laughs> that aggravates me so much because show credence to Thanksgiving. Um, and we talked about this on the Thanksgiving episode, I think. And maybe also the Halloween episode. Yes. But I also try and hold it off as long as I can because Christmas songs are just, it's like its like contemporary church music. It's all the same. You feel that way? I feel that way. I There's so much variety. No, I, there's not. I, Every song is about bells or snow or making out under mistletoe. And that rhymed because... <laughs> God told me to make it rhyme. I, I think guess. like pop music isn't that different though. You can break down any genre to be that. Yeah. Pop but is dude. all about like getting with the girl and partying and country music is all about trucks and your grandpa and a cup of beer and No, but there's subgenres in each one that gives it diversity. Christmas music, every single song, the rhythm section has sleigh bells in it. Okay, like every song has bells. They all are like structured the same. It's there's like 13 songs about that say the word bells. But that's just like part of the genre. Yeah. It's not it should like be a genre. Like how many pop though. songs have the word girl in it? Like That's true. I mean, yeah, but like that's one of the main like it's it's more repetitive because it's so much like smaller. It's like saying every emo core death song is like the same because that's so specific. Christmas songs are so specific that like they all end up being the exact same, other than Mariah Carey. That song, I actually do like a lot. <laughs> so you don't like any other Christmas songs besides Mariah Carey's? Pretty much. All Michael Bublé is okay because he just makes bangers year-round, um, and it's more like jazz almost, but like, I'm not going to just sit in my house and be like, oh, you know what I want to listen to? Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. I just think it's an atmospheric thing. Like, it is. You don't. I'm, it's not the kind of music I sit down and I like listen to it intentionally. It's just, it's just kind of like a constant like background thing that yeah. sets a Christmas tone. Okay. Well, that these are different things we're talking about here, though, because the implication was like I was under the impression y'all were just like, all right, we're about to throw on the party mix. Let's listen to Frosty the Snowman. <laughs> no. Like, you go to Spotify and you're just seeking that out. Like, my family puts on Christmas music in the background, too, and I just try to ignore it. But, like, I thought y'all were saying, like, yeah, I'm just driving in my car somewhere and, like, ooh, here's, 
like a Christmas song. I do. Well, I do. Yeah, that's normal. <laughs> that's not normal. That is yeah, normal. It is. I never knew that Stop you were this being much a of a Grinch. Oh my gosh, you just called me a Christmas slur. How dare you? <laughs> you brought that on yourself. You did. First. You, you said, called yourself a Grinch. I guess I'm not I'm being a Grinch. the Grinch this episode. I just don't want to listen to the Play that same... back, editor. Play that one back. I don't want to listen to the <laughs> same chord progression over and over with ding, 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 ding. Like the sleigh bells in the background. Not no. all songs have All of them do it. All of them do it. There's so many Christmas songs that are also parts of different genre. There's Christmas pop. There's Christmas rock. There's Christmas country. There's Christmas rap. <laughs> there's not Christmas rap. That's there's, not a thing. That's a real, it's a real, it's a real thing. That's not a real thing. There's the one Run DMC song, and that gonna, is it. That's yep. what I was going to look up. That's yep. <laughs> Ratio. Okay, well, let's just move on past this, I guess, yeah. because I feel like I am... Scrooging the podcast a little bit. You are what? You, so your favorite Christmas song is "All I Want for Christmas Is You." I guess. I mean, I'm picking the lesser of many evils. Gosh, okay, whatever. Whatever. Teresa, what's your favorite Christmas song? It kind of depends on the vibe. Okay. Like a slower song. Like I love "Grown Up Christmas List." Okay. But like I also love "All I Want for Christmas Is You," or like a classic like Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer, or like some of the best songs are like from the soundtracks of Chris- classic Christmas movies, mm. like. Um, I think it's Santa Claus is coming to town. Like, it's got the um, snow miser and heat miser. Like, some of yes! those songs are so good. That one is. I think that's a year without a. Santa yes, Claus. yes, yes, yes. I Sorry. love that song. I do have to say, um, I have to bring up a brief story about one of my family's. I guess I'll say not favorite, but iconic Christmas songs is the Christmas shoes. That's so sad. Because my mom. Hates that song. Is that the song where she dies? No, her mom she's dies. dying of cancer, and the little boy goes to the store to buy her shoes because I want her to look beautiful. Quote: If Mama meets Jesus. Tonight. Oh my yeah. god! It's so sad. Hallmark turned into a movie. <laughs> oh my god! No, they did. I didn't know that. I yeah, I have the movie on. It was gifted to me. <laughs> Good lord! It's so sad. But every that's year, terrible. We play that around my mom because she hates it. <laughs> so mom. I know you're listening. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> and let's just hope she doesn't meet Jesus soon. I also do love Do They Know It's Christmas Time by Band-Aid yes. because it's just hilariously ignorant. Um, like what? That's I, don't, I don't know this song. It's You don't? Do uh-huh. they know yeah. it's Christmas time at all? It's the 80s song where they bring like 30 different famous artists from then. It's the one where they say it's about like um, – there won't be snow in Africa this Christmas time. The greatest ge- year, the greatest gift they'll get this year is life, where nothing ever grows, no rain Whoa. or rivers flow. Do they know it's Christmas time at all? Yeah, one of my wow. favorites because that is just a, such a funny line <laughs> to say. <laughs> that, There's no that was massive the one of the biggest rivers in the world in Africa. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's hilarious. That the is music so video dumb. is also amazing. It's very 80s. That is so dumb. I love that song. I love Wonderful Christmas Time by Paul McCartney. Okay, that's okay. Um, Step into Christmas by Elton John is insane. That song's awesome. <laughs> um, I love a lot of the classics. Are you just scrolling through Christmas songs I on am. Spotify? Um, Christmas Waltz is also good. Mm, I do love, we watched the Phineas and Ferb Christmas special the other day mm-hmm. where Doofenshmirtz makes the Naughtyinator. And his song, I really don't hate Christmas. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love, and the Christmas is starting now. That song's so fun. Um, Dude, you should you should sing for like Disney Channel. You and, should work on DComs. Um, I do also honorable mention to the Happiest Christmas Tree by Nat King Cole. Yes, that song's adorable. 
Oh, I'm the happiest Christmas. (laughs) I have a question. I played this for a couple of friends and they looked at me like I was crazy. But have you ever heard of um, Dominic the Christmas Donkey? I've heard of this. Okay. I don't know if I've listened to the song. It's such a cute song. You guys need to listen to it. It's about a Christmas donkey. Yes. Okay. There's also a reindeer, which is just inherently superior to a donkey. (laughs) 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 On the like Christmas hierarchical beast rankings, the reindeer is vastly superior to the donkey. I agree. Although the donkey was present for Jesus, so I guess that gives him some points. The abominable snowman guy from Rudolph is up there for me. I like him. I thought you were about to talk about the abominable abominable snowman from Monsters, Inc. (laughs) (laughs) He's funny, too. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Well, and that was a perfect segue into movies because how are we not going to mention Christmas movies? Yes. I mean, I could, but... Teresa, favorite Christmas movie? I know this is a hard decision for you, I'm sure. Yeah. I mean, I guess, like, all time, like, no matter, like, where I am in life, um, White Christmas. Yeah. I know it's mm. a classic. Yeah. I don't think I've seen it. I really? I have either. Actually. Oh, my gosh. We're going to have to watch that now. Oh, gosh. Who's in that movie again? Um, Bing Crosby. That's, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. That's that's what I know. Mitchell? Um, Man, this one's hard for me. I love Home Alone. I watched oh, Home Alone the other yeah. day. It's just one of my favorite movies because it's just... Yeah, really, really well done. It's really fun. I love how they set up everything, and like how much it like foreshadows every way that Kevin is going to injure these middle-aged men. <laughs> it's really funny. Um, it's just funny to watch them just like get the crap beat out of them for like thirty minutes of the montage. Absolutely. Um, I also can bring this into discussion. Um, that Die Hard is one of my favorite Christmas movies. Mm. I have not seen Die Hard. So Die not Hard a Christmas fan. It's an ongoing bit because. It's not a Christmas movie in the traditional sense because it's not about like, you know, these traditional things of like family and like Santa and, you know, it's about Bruce Willis who is a cop and he is at like a company Christmas party for his, um, it's like his wife, but they're like separated and um, so he's like going to see her and um, essentially like a terrorist organization there trying to, like, they're holding everyone in the building hostage so they can steal all these, like, um, bonds. Are you explaining the, the entire plot of Die Hard right now? <laughs> to set it up. But the movie takes place at Christmas time, so people are like, Die Hard's a Christmas movie for that reason. I defend that just because I love the movie Die Hard. But I'm with it. I mean, I've never had a strong opinion either way, but, like, I feel like it's enough Christmas to constitute a Christmas movie. Yeah. I, mean, I just like that it's a movie that takes place... At Christmas time, yeah. but isn't so like violently a Christmas movie. Violently. Yeah, this kind of feels like a Pennies from Heaven situation. I don't know that movie. Yeah, you're making references song. that we're not oh. getting. There, it's like it's debated about whether it's considered a Christmas song, but I believe it's in Elf. It's in a Christmas movie. Oh, that usually does kind of give credence to that argument. But like, <laughs> if you like look at the lyrics, it's but, not. Like any way related to Christmas. We're doing like an in-depth analysis on like what exactly constitutes. I love Elf Christmas too. Material. I always watch oh Elf. Gosh, Elf is yeah. good. I watch the the claymation movies we mentioned. Yeah. Santa Claus is coming to town and Year Without a Santa Claus. Year Without a Santa Claus is one of my favorite just movies. I love. Yeah. Movie. And the Rudolph, of course. I think for me it's got to be the Polar Express. And I know, I know, I know it freaks people out. <laughs> I've watched it again, and now like. Like, as a kid, it didn't bother me. And now that I'm older, I'm like, oh, that did not... It freaks me out. That did not age well. Robert Zemeckis needs to not do 3D movies. Um, <laughs> and it is... But, like, 
it can't decide if it wants to be a musical or not. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it has songs in there, but, like, I never think of it. Hot Chocolate goes crazy. That song goes nuts. (laughs) Yeah. How did Tom Hanks do that? Like I love Tom Hanks. It's crazy. And I also didn't realize that Tom Hanks plays every male character other than the little kids. I didn't know that. Dude, are you joking? I didn't know that at all. He's the conductor. He's the homeless guy. He's Santa. He's his dad. Oh, wow. Literally, he plays every, like, adult male character in that movie. That adds some symbolism yeah. to the movie. Yeah, <laughs> and it's also really, the old dude freaks me out, the homeless guy, yeah. not a fan of him. Um, I love the story and the themes yeah. and, like, the characters. I think all that's really cute, but the animation is still just, like, it just uncanny. It's family. weird. Yeah. It is weird. And the the Aerosmith elves freak me out the so air, much. The elves okay. creep me out. You know what? I will say that as much as I have crapped on Christmas songs, Rockin' on Top of the World... By Aerosmith yeah. for that, one of the best. Like it to me, it's the best Christmas song I think, and I kind of forgot about it. See, Christmas songs they branch out into genres. Shut up, you're not <laughs> winning this, <laughs> or at least I'm not going to accept defeat. <laughs> <laughs> you, you might be right and have the popular vote, but I'm too stubborn to give in. You have blown me away because you were so like Christmas is like one of my favorite holidays, and now you're coming in here and it feels like you're crapping. I don't necessarily. Yeah, I guess I did say that earlier, but I okay, I, I retrace my steps. I think Halloween is my favorite, then my birthday is the second, which I know that sounds like stuck up, but like it is a day about you. Like you can't as a human being, you cannot deny how sick that is. <laughs> uh I guess Christmas would be number three. But oh, another a thing I love is that like they've kind of done everything for Christmas now, and they're like everybody's just letting Hallmark make the bad Christmas movies over and over again. <laughs> um, and so now they're doing funny things like Violent Night, yeah. which is where it's, it's Christmas. It's basically John Wick, but it's David Harbour, and he's Santa Claus that like kills people. And I it's awesome. want to see that movie really bad. I want to see it so bad. They, they literally made that exact same concept in like 2017, and I watched it, and it was so cool. Oh, on the topic of Christmas movies, I feel like this is a fine segue. Um, do you guys have a favorite like TV special for like a, a Christmas TV oh. special? I, I have mine, so I can bring them up. I feel like I can guess what yours is. So one of my favorite TV shows is Community, and there's a Community episode that the show is normally just a normal live action show, but for Christmas, Abed, one of the characters, he kind of has like a mental breakdown on a Christmas. And he imagines that the whole world is claymation. So the whole world is like Abed and friends going on like a very cliche like Christmas adventure, but they're claymation. That's so fun. Like searching for the meaning of Christmas. Because <laughs> that's like I not that. the show to do that on. <laughs> no, no. But I, I love it. Um, and uh, Merry Christmas, Drake and Josh. Really up there for me. <laughs> the movie's awesome. They go to prison. Oh, wow. Nice. There's like a – there's – the like villain, quote unquote, in the movie is a guy who got a monkey for Christmas, but the monkey was mean to him, and so now he hates Christmas, and that's like the setup. Wow, <laughs> that's interesting. Wow. It's a fever dream of a movie, but I love it a lot. Well, it's Drake and Josh, and so Phineas I guess and that Ferb. Fits I already the bill. But... Yeah, I was gonna also add Phineas and Ferb. Um, I remember really liking the Family Guy Christmas special, <laughs> or at least one of them. I think there have been There's a several. Lot. Uh, I don't really know. I think the one for me that was the best was probably um, Charlie Brown Christmas. Mm. They they used to run those on TV all the time. And also, like, Mississippi Public... I This is a public school thing. I don't know why I'm trying to gatekeep this to Mississippi. Uh, public schools, like, would always, um, like, before 
major holidays, they would always play the Charlie Brown special just so the teachers didn't have to do anything for like a day. Yeah. So like before Thanksgiving break, they play it's a Thanksgiving Charlie Brown or whatever. Wait a minute. Did either of you two go to public school? No. No. <sighs> I am surrounded by the elite, the bourgeoisie, <laughs> sit among the commoners like me. <laughs> I hate you. Different fonts of private I've Christian schools. I've never gone to a public school. Me neither, yeah. I was private my whole life. <sighs> Y'all don't know the struggle. You don't know the grind. You weren't raised in the trenches like I was. Apparently not, I guess. Yeah. Sorry. I came from the streets. <laughs> anyway, back to Christmas. Uh, yeah, Teresa TV special. Um, I don't really know. Like, I feel like cr- at Christmas time, like it's just movies. Just movies. Like, I yeah, don't have a specific fair. like TV show I go back to to watch that Christmas episode. I mean, like if I'm watching a TV show like outside of Christmas time, and there's like an episode, I love it. But like, yeah, there's not one that like I go back to. Interesting. I guess I expected the Christmas obsessed person to have. <laughs> I'm sorry. You spend all the time on movies. That makes sense. Yeah. And she does spend all the time on movies because don't you like the Hallmark Channel is like in your room 24 7? Lucy likes to say that. Okay. It's not quite 24 7, but like if I'm just doing stuff in the room that like doesn't take 100% focus, yeah, it's on. Oh, okay. and the SpongeBob Christmas Pistol, the original one. <laughs> There's a newer one that's like Claymation. No, no, no. The original one no, no. where SpongeBob is convincing everyone that like Santa Claus is real, but like they're underwater. <laughs> <laughs> what? So there's not Santa Claus. And Squidward is all like bah humbug. But then like he sees SpongeBob get heartbroken that Santa doesn't come because they're underwater. And so like Squidward like becomes Santa and like, you know. Like, it's- I'm a little offended that. SpongeBob thinks that Santa wouldn't go underwater. No, he does. So oh. they shoot up bottles with like their Christmas wishes up to the surface. But like oh. Santa Claus, like he delivers like the people on the surface. So, so like they don't get their stuff. And so Squidward has to like become Santa to like make SpongeBob happy. Okay. Aww, that's sweet. Yeah. Interesting. Um, well, I guess another thing we can move on to is like, yes, there. Okay, I was about to say something that would have been bad. Um, (laughs) So a big part of Christmas is the presents. So, like, what are some of the, like, sickest, just, like, your favorite presents that y'all have gotten over the years? I know that's a big question, so I'm going to say nonsense words to buy you time to think about (laughs) it right now. I mean, this isn't that big of a deal, but, like, when I was in kindergarten, like, it was a big deal to me. Yeah. I got a CD player. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Like, it, in theory, isn't that big of a deal now, but, like, that was so cool. That's big when you're a kid. Yeah, and, like, that same year, I guess you could say I got this for Christmas. My youngest brother was born the day after Christmas. Aww. So, like, that was kind of, that's like, a big adorable. deal. <laughs> so, like, and when I was in kindergarten, we had this thing, like, called the share bag or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so, like, in January, when it was my turn, um... My teacher. Was I put like, my little brother in the bag. <laughs> no, literally, my mom Wait, brought him to school in the what? bag, and like my teacher was like, "So, like, I heard you got a really special gift," and like me thinking, like, "Oh, I got my CD player." She's like, "No, that's not what I meant." Like, did you like? Don't you have a new brother? And I was like, "Oh yeah, like he's coming in today as part of the share bag." <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, like my mom like brought him into school, so like in a bag. Well, like not literally. Like, <laughs> he was just in like a, your mom I, coming to the school with a baby in a Walmart bag, just like kind of. <laughs> oh, let me. It was Ziploc. In my head. <laughs> <laughs> let me rephrase this. He was wearing clothes. I picked out the outfit. He was wearing like a ducky onesie. Aww. 
But there was a physical bag. But when she got to the school, she like just put his feet in the bag and was like holding him in oh. like it was like a tote bag. So like she was like holding him like okay. a baby, but like But this was like very soon after he'd been born? He was born the twenty sixth. He came into my school sometime in January. Okay. So, I thought it was gonna be like the next day. It's like the twenty eighth or something. No why would we be I don't There's know. Like New Year's. We <laughs> don't go back to school before New Year's. Yeah, yeah, no, I don't either. I mean, he was a couple weeks <laughs> maybe that's old, a private like school thing. maybe a month at most. But okay, okay. that's still crazy. Yeah, I, <laughs> I can't believe I made a joke about you bringing him in a bag, and you're like, no, actually, no, it did happen. Bag baby. Yeah, sorry, that was a little off topic, but <laughs> <laughs> no, you're good, I guess. <laughs> Mitchell, you got anything big? Ooh, um. You know, I'm kind of a nerd. Up there for me is my DSi, my Wii, my yeah. Wii U. Yeah. <laughs> and I got an Xbox One one year, and those were all huge. As a kid, there was always a big Lego set as a part of Christmas. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Whether yep. it was yep. like the the Ninjago four-headed yes. dragon. Yes, um, yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the Ultra Dragon. Yeah, that was crazy. I got, a couple years before that, I got the, the Fire Dojo. Yeah, um, dude. <laughs> So I, I those were always up there. I got like a big castle set one year, and it was always so funny to like go up and like I don't know if y'all are present shakers, but like you would rattle a little, a little bit, and immediately like you could sort all of your presents into two categories: Lego, not Lego. Yeah, <laughs> because they they all have the exact same like. Yeah, and it got to a point where I just got sick of like finding out what was a Lego and what wasn't, so I just I didn't like shake presents anymore. <laughs> I also there was one year I almost broke something that was like for my mom, so that kind of <laughs> kind of cut that one out real quick. Yeah, I personally think... don't share in that experience. I don't think I ever got a Lego for Christmas. I, it's a well, dude thing. Yeah, <laughs> I so guess, like I never shook presents for Legos. <laughs> yeah, I mean, did you shake presents at all? No, I didn't want to break wow, anything. Wow, lame. That's well, fair. I mean, like. For, for like a long time, like elementary school, like most years I would get an American Girl doll and like Aww. you don't want to hurt those. <laughs> so they have feelings, you know. Well, no, like I mean Kit Kittridge is a person too, okay? <laughs> I didn't have Kit. I can't believe I just name dropped an American that girl doll. It's because my sister had an obsession that it became everyone else's problem. But Oh, of course. Yeah, I de- I, def- I definitely wasn't like looking through the toy wish list, like, dang, I wish I got that one. I right. did get to go to, I got to go to a Falcons preseason game a couple years ago as like a Christmas present. That's that was, cool. That's that cool. was really cool. I bet they lost. Um, no, they beat the Chiefs because it was preseason, <laughs> so they were playing like bench players. Oh, okay. But okay. I got to like watch like some of my favorite players warm up. So like that was. That That's was cool. so cool. A couple of years ago, my parents did something similar for my brothers and I. They like set up a scavenger hunt, and it turned out like it led to like Steelers tickets. Oh, like wow. a couple of days after Christmas, like awesome. while we were going to be visiting family in Pennsylvania. So like we got to see like the game, and like they got tickets for my grandparents, and. It, I don't remember who the Steelers were playing, but it was at a time where, like, we needed the Browns to win, which, right. like, we, we don't cheer for the Browns. If you're a Steelers fan, you don't. Yeah, yeah, right. But that game was happening at the same time as the Steelers game. So when the Steelers game was over, in the stadium, they put the Browns um, game on, and, like, the entire, like, stadium was cheering for the Browns. It was one of the weirdest experiences <laughs> ever, but, like, That's it was so a lot tricky. of fun. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah, I think one of the biggest ones has been, like, the kids wake up. There's a trampoline outside. Like mm. that was that was groundbreaking. Yeah, and it also kind of sucked because like it was December, so like we got a trampoline, and then you can only jump for like five minutes before like okay, this is miserable. <laughs> um, another big one 
not to not to one up your CD player, but I did get a record player like four years ago. Oh yeah, that has cool. been one of the coolest presents I've ever gotten. Yeah, it was really funny because at first I was like, "This is stupid." I was I literally I was like, "Dad, I have Spotify. Like, you know <laughs> that, right? Like, why would I want a system that limits the amount of music I can listen to? Yeah. Like, I have a device that fits in my pocket where I can listen to any song, and now I've got to carry around this giant thing." and put on these dumb little plates that only have, like, eight songs on them. Mm -hmm. And then he was like, son, listen. And he played the music. I was like, (gasps) It's cool. Dang. Yeah. And the problem is... Something cool about, like... I don't know. In some ways, it makes me feel like it makes me a better fan to an artist to buy (laughs) their... More dedicated. To buy their music on, like, a legit album on, on vinyl and play it on a record player. It just feels like... Some kind of more genuine connection between me and the person. I'm no, I get, I get, I get what you're saying, and it also like, I hate that it's one of the most like, <laughs> it's such a bad collector's habit because new records cost anywhere from like eighteen to twenty four bucks, which like yeah. that's not a lot up front. Like that seems like a reasonable price for what you're getting, and then they add up so fast. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, you get like five records and you're like over hundred dollars. Yeah, like I don't, I don't even want to imagine how much money like all the records I bought now. Which now I realize I'm sounding like an elitist, but <laughs> it it is really cool. Like a lot of people have asked about like getting record players and like do it, do it, do it, do it. It's so cool. Yeah, it's cool. And it's fun, like you said, like it's fun to have that kind of deeper connection and also like it's like a personality thing. Like people. Have, People come over to your room and they're like, "Oh, what records do you have?" And they look through and like, yeah, yeah. you can see what like they chose to go out of their way to spend like twenty five bucks on. Yeah. So that's been a big one for me. Yeah. So, um, I guess what else? Oh, do you guys? What does a Teresa like? I want to be walked through from waking up to going to bed on Christmas Day in the Passarello household. Okay. Um. So. Normal, so it kind of depends on like I guess now, as a child, like, as a child, the traditional one. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah that's wrong. Um, yeah. so my my as like most families, my brothers and I woke up before my parents. Yep. Um, but I always felt bad like going in and waking them up. Aww. So like I was not <laughs> I the didn't. kid that did that. My middle brother, he's more likely to do that, but still, I wouldn't let him. So normally we would wait, but like we try to wait until like eight. And then we would go be like, Mom, Dad, it's time to get up. Yeah. But, like, but until then, like, I would entertain my brothers. Like, one year I made, like, paper antlers and, like, red noses and turned us into reindeer. <laughs> like, while we waited for my parents to get up. That's so sweet. So once they're actually up, they go down, get coffee. Right. And we're not allowed down until they get coffee. And we have to sit, <laughs> we have to sit at the top of the stairs and wait. Oh. One of my parents watches us from downstairs. My The other one goes and gets the coffee. <laughs> and the camera. And then... They come back. We take a picture, even though my brothers fought it. We always have to take a picture at the top of the stairs. As boys do. Yes. And then as soon as my parents said, okay, we bolted downstairs. <laughs> like, so fast. Um, and then we would go into our living room, and we would figure out, like, what each person was based off, based off of our stockings. Mm-hmm. So, like, our stocking would be in front of, like, our gifts, and that's how we know, like, okay, this is mine, this is Andrew's, this is Nick's. Was it not, like, the same stockings every year? It was. But oh, like, okay. I thought you were, you were making it sound like it, like, like they randomized things oh, every year. And you had to, like, guess whose presents were whose. Well, 
based off of wrapping paper. So okay. like when we were younger, it was easier to tell because like oh like I would have princesses, my brother would have like uh, Skylanders or like Mickey Mouse. Yeah. But like now like it's all like fancy Christmas designs. So like the stocking, like we have a specific stocking. Like okay, that's our stocking. Like we know those are ours. Yeah. Anyways, we would go. We would find our things. What does your stocking look like? Um, it's kind of like a purpley red, and oh. it's got a snowman on it. Like Mine has a snowman. <laughs> I believe yeah. all of ours have snowmen, except for my parents. So I got new ones. Oh. We went to Disney a few years ago, and now they have Mickey and Minnie ones that match with like Christmas outfits. Anyways, we would go. We would open everything as fast as we could. My mom would be like sitting there taking pictures. My dad would be drinking his coffee with the bag, the yep. typical bag for all the wrapping paper, yep. and he would be just as surprised as us as to what we were getting. <laughs> um yeah, and then my like once we were done and we like wanted to start opening things, my mom would go make cinnamon rolls or like some mm. little pastry or whatever, yeah. and we would just like play with our toys or like watch movies, and my mom would start cooking. And every year we always have raviolis Christmas Day, so like she would go start the raviolis and then we would eat, and then watch maybe a Christmas movie and go to bed. Oh, nice. Yeah, that's sweet. Sounds like a solid tradition. Uh, Mine's. Very, very similar, and a lot, yeah. a lot of it's very similar. <laughs> like we, um, we would probably wake up our parents around when we were much younger. It would be like seven. As we got older, it moved closer to like nine a.m. Because um, my siblings were all older, so I was kind of on like the back end of like the childhood Christmases, and uh, so it was traditionally like waking them up around then. And um, we'd always we do stockings first. Like we'd have our stockings, and they'd have like you know stocking stuffer stuff. They'd have like candy, like little things. Um, and sometimes the stockings are kind of like hints to what you could get in like a bigger present. Oh, that's cool. Um, so like maybe it's like a little. It's a teaser trailer. It's like maybe it's like a little <laughs> toy of like the video game I'm gonna get. Uh, in the uh, stocking. That's like fine. something like that. Um, we got oranges. Oh. Same actually. Every year yeah. we get an orange in yeah, the, our yeah. stocking, as long as like uh, there was other small things, but the orange. Yeah, but we'd we'd have we'd like open our stockings. We'd all take a picture of us sitting on the stairs with our stocking because ours are hung like up as you go up mm. the stairs. Um, and then we'd all go um like get breakfast. Like we'd have breakfast made. So like they would hold off opening presents for like way too long. It was <laughs> it, it was so frustrating because like as a kid you're like I want my present now. I want my present now. But you gotta wait until like my grandparents got there, and we'd have like sausage balls and like cinnamon rolls for breakfast. Um, and then we'd start opening presents, and you'd go and like you know in order, of course. Like this person makes sure everyone gets one, and then everyone gets one on another round. So it's never just like one person in, or, like opening all their gifts, and then they're done. Oh wow. Uh, so you gotta make sure it's all split up evenly. Very structured. Yes. Ours was just a free for all. But you know we do like one at a time, and so then we we yeah we kind of be like eating brunch lunch as we do that. Um, brunch lunch. And then kind of spend the afternoon just like hanging around, hanging around the house, like you know enjoying the gifts. And then we go to our grandparents' house, have like Christmas dinner with them, and then. They would uh, like typically have their stockings for us. They do like a scavenger hunt around the house mm-hmm. to like find your stockings, quote unquote. And so you'd have to like follow these clues to like different parts of the house and like do different little things to like win your stockings. Um, and there'd be like a bunch of little things in there, and then they'd have a few gifts for us. Um, but yeah, so I think that's. Wow. And then after that, you know, play more and go to bed. But that's what it looked like for Dang. us. Yeah. So we uh, we would start our morning. Um, Sam wakes we, up. Yells at the sky, hates Christmas. <laughs> I've been visited by three ghosts in the past 12 hours. And I'm angry about it. He didn't uh, get enough sleep. Yeah, we would. so we would wake up, uh, go. we would start upstairs, 
we would do gladiatorial combat to figure out who gets to open their presents first. Um, the victor obviously got to start. Uh, it's basically the same thing as y'all's. We, you go downstairs, you get your presents, you do breakfast, you have a good time. Everybody gets to be lazy for the whole day, which is awesome. Uh, one of my favorite things we've done is the dogs get stockings now and they get treats and that's awesome. All due respect to like any friends or family that I have given gifts to over the year, I care infinitely more about giving a gift to my dog than I do Aww. to you. I'm so sorry, but seeing my dogs like jumping at me when I am giving them like treats or like a new chew toy or something gives me so much more happiness happiness. Am I Mike Tyson now? <laughs> gives me so much more happiness than seeing random close person 101 getting a book or something of that regard or a flashlight dogs just have that's fair yeah 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 it's been way more fun for me to do that and we also we celebrate dog birthdays which i realize now this sounds like this sounds a little hypocritical that i'm dissing on christmas so much and then being like yeah we're like all in on the dog birthdays like, i mean we do dog birthdays yeah but yeah we also we can't feed them cake um but yeah of course yeah yeah, so, I mean, mine is pretty much the same um, other than the whole combat thing. We do MMA in the morning to figure out who gets to f- open their Christmas presents oh, first. Yeah. yeah. Usually I win. Yeah. Usually? When Usually. you lost your sister? Guys, this was a bit. We, we don't do this. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. But that would be sick, though. That'd be cool. We should it do, like, be. a Nerf war to determine present rotation. Because we always, like, every year it's youngest to oldest for present rotation. That sucks, mm-hmm. bro. Yeah. <laughs> yep, yep. Oh, but, I mean, I'm I'm always, pretty much always number two. So, I mean, yeah. it's not as bad. And usually, the, like, the kids get more presents. So, like, we're still going when everybody else is, like, yeah. done. And I'm like, man, Grandpa, you're a chump. <laughs> You got a Santa didn't care about you this yeah, year. <laughs> you got a fly fishing shirt and some new bifocals. You must suck. So do both of you always have family like at your house when you're opening presents? Not on Christmas Day. Okay. As a kid, like my grandparents would be there usually. Okay. We never usually had that till I live in South Carolina, but like all of our family lives like up north. So gotcha. like we didn't have that. We would ha- we end up having like three cr- Christmases. We have like one with my like Immediate family, and then like my mom's family, my dad's family, mm-hmm. something. I never grew up like having grandparents come over and like yeah. do stuff like that. We do like a, a dirty Santa with like my dad's parents and like that family. Yeah. Okay. Sometimes I don't know how common dirty Santa and secret Santas are for y'all, but like we we did several dirty Santas with my youth group, and I've done a yeah, couple. Yeah, I've done those too. Secret Santas. I don't know if this is just a me thing, but like you, that's where you get stupid presents. Like, we have all participated in one recently, and I felt a little strange because I was the only person who asked for, like, dumb gifts and, like, <laughs> tried to give dumb gifts. Like, everybody else got stuff they were like, oh, my gosh, like, here's, like, I gifted somebody a book and then also a mesh trucker hat that says, I heart hot dads. <laughs> and then, like, everybody else is getting, like, shirts. Like, you, Mitchell, you got a Daredevil shirt, uh-huh. and I'm sitting over here in... Sonic the Hedgehog themed slippers, but very happy built with for it. a nine year old. Yeah, I was super happy. <laughs> but like, I me just I guess this is just a me thing. I always thought that was the outlet for like stupid things. Like I thought you asked your family for real gifts, and then you get somebody like uh, one year somebody got eighty pounds of concrete mix. <laughs> <laughs> I think Secret Santa to me is a time to be more sweet and yeah. personal, and then Dirty Santa you can kind of throw in a few chump gifts. 
We have a Drennan family tradition at our family Dirty Santa where, like, we pick out the order with, like, pool balls that are all numbered, of course, and then, you know, you find out the order that way. And every year, it's a running thing that there is a wooden duck that is, like, the bad gift. It's brought back every single year <laughs> on sick. a loop. That's awesome. So, like, it's every year it's, like, do the Drennans or the Cosbys or the Fuenteses or the what, Not it's those Cosbys. Duck. Not those Cosby's. Get stuck with the duck. And it's just, I think one year it had been thrown in because it was like my grandfather's who was obsessed with ducks and hunting. And like it was put in. I don't think it was as a joke the first time. But now it's been like no one wants it. So it's just continually put back into the game. <laughs> that's and like hilarious. Passed on. It's always like, you don't want to get the duck. But I think that's always <laughs> Get funny. ducked. But When I've always done a white elef- elephant, we always like did good gifts. Like I remember doing them with my Girl Scout troop. And, yeah. like, we always did, like, good gifts that, like, anyone would want. We rarely ever did, like, joke gifts. I mean, I guess I did one, like, in high school that, like, I think someone wrapped sardines. But, like, <laughs> <laughs> most of the time, like, we always did good gifts. Yeah. I think it's just kind of – it's something I want there to be, like, a precedent of because it can kind of suck, if you're, especially if you're kids and, like, you go into, like, secret, like, a dirty Santa and someone gets, like, a cool, like, RC helicopter and you get, like – a book or like I don't books know. books are cool. No, no, no. But like as a kid, like oh, I got like War and Peace, and this guy gets like, <laughs> who's gifting you War and Peace? At yeah, eight years I, old? I can't think of for the life of me like what a bad gift looks like. But you if know you're what a I mean. dude and you get a girl gift, that's sure, that's it. sure, and vice yeah. versa. Or like as a kid, you don't want to get like coffee mix. You want <laughs> to be get, funny, like, a toy. I don't know. I for <laughs> me, the the funniness takes precedence over the sweetness, mm-hmm. but. Well, I think we have uh, more than extended our time on the show today. Had lots of great things to say about Christmas and family traditions. It was a very sweet episode. Oh, before we go, we want to thank Sam Gould for another amazing intro. Yes. He recorded a sick Christmas-themed intro for us that you will have heard at the start of this episode, and we will probably recycle for literally, like, we're going to use that for as much Christmas material as we can. Yeah. Um, a little after this episode, we'll probably be releasing um, a little Christmas update video. Right. Um, featuring a live audience um, that Teresa yeah. got to be a part of. Somehow yeah. we got a live studio audience. Um, and so we'll have that and kind of update you guys on what next year is going to look like for Club Sandwich as we kind of enter the holidays and a little bit of a seasonal break. So, yep. Yeah. Big um, things coming next year. Yeah. I hope everyone, of course, has a lovely Christmas break, a lovely happy holidays, and a happy new year, of course, um, as they always say in every Christmas song that Sam hates. <laughs> uh, so, uh, Teresa, thank you so much for coming on this episode. Thank you for having me. Yeah. It was lovely. She brought her Santa hat and her Christmas sweater into the studio that is way too hot for either of these <laughs> things. Um, but and, it's been it's been great. And <laughs> as we conclude season two and the year 2022 i'm sam and i'm mitch and this has been a great season of club sandwich thank you all